0: Welcome to the sixth episode of the Suddenly a Sarah podcast. Before I begin, um, I'd just like to say that for those of you that are out there and you're struggling with the COVID nineteen virus, whether you know directly or indirectly, please know that there is somebody here who truly understands and is is really praying for you. When I started this podcast, it was something that I had been working towards and was slowly coming full circle when I was attracted by the virus as well. It, it went through our family. We had nine members of our immediate family that contracted the virus and um, several of them were hospitalized. And on November the 7th of this year, I lost my dad to complications from COVID pneumonia. So in saying that, I hope that each and every one of you are staying safe and healthy while we battle through all of this sickness. But I tell you, it sure is good to be back now. Sure Sharing with you some truths of God's word, and today I'm going to share with you what it means to sing over your children. Um, From the time I was a a little girl, I I always loved singing. I happen to uh, come from a family with some really talented voices, and even though I'm not as blessed as some. I can, you know, at least hold a small tune in a bucket. Um, But growing up, I always had the desire to sing. But beyond, you know, church choir and school choral programs, I, I really didn't venture out to try and sing much. And to this day, I really don't know why, other than I just figured that if it wasn't. Um, if I wasn't the best, that I just shouldn't put myself out there for, you know, rejection or failure. And, uh, and I tell you, it was a huge mistake. Uh, I should have at least tried. In my mind, I specifically remember um, wanting to try for uh, the big part in a youth musical at our church. We were having uh, auditions, and, and I, I knew the music really well. But yet when it came time to audition for our music minister, I took the easiest part that I could and I auditioned for the short and, and simple solo. And of course I got it. But, but later on in passing in the hallway, the, the music minister stopped me and he said, hey, you know, why didn't you try out for the lead solo? You would have been perfect for that one. And man, I, I was crushed. All I had to do was try and it would have been mine. And you would have thought that from that moment on that I would have been more inclined to sing in public, but I still didn't. I, I, I didn't really find my voice and, and courage until much later. And today I actually lead worship for our church and I spend quite a bit of time in music. And after all these years, I finally get to do something that I love, whether I'm the best at it or not. But when I'm singing, I can look into the audience and I can see when the words and the music are really re- reaching someone's heart. And um, it's really worth the effort to push past that shyness and that nervousness and step into what God has really called you to do in His name. Now, our, our son Simon, who was just shy of his third birthday, made his first Um, I guess you could call it on-platform debut, so to speak, and uh, I think I was really more nervous for him than he was. I had visions of him like crying and either making this mad run for the nursery door or trying to jump in my arms, but he surprised everybody. I I handed him the microphone, he stood still, he faced the audience, and he sang the entire song. And when it was over, I, I took the mic. I walked him to his seat without a single problem. And I, I couldn't believe it. He did amazing. And later on, I, I sat and I thought about it. Now, not many almost three-year-olds do that. Most kids are shy. They're nervous. They don't like to be paraded around in front of people. And and really, Simon does not have that kind of personality. He's not the all-friendly, show-off kid. Most of the time, he's a rap around-your-leg-mama's-boy. But, you know, he has heard me singing his whole life, like, literally. Just like the experts uh, suggest that you read aloud to your child while they're still in the womb, I sang all the time. And I still laugh today when I see our our sheet music at church with notes at the top that says, uh, you know, play on capo three until not pregnant. And I think I would actually be more surprised if Simon didn't sing But the point is this, there was singing over my child, to my child, and now with my child. And I'll tell you, it is really making a difference. Scripture commands us over and over again to sing. In fact, there are more than 400 references to singing in Scripture. Those very verses of Scripture are there for us as a guide as we raise our children in the way of the Lord. So I want to take a look at three different ways that the Lord uses singing in our life. Okay, So first of all, the Lord sings over us. In Zephaniah 3.17, we're told that the Lord will rejoice over us with gladness, Quiet us with his love and will rejoice over us with singing. Now, rejoice is a word that really speaks to the love that the Lord has for us. It means to show great joy or delight. I I have in my mind the picture of a mother that has just been handed her newborn baby, and for nine long months she has waited for this moment. She is finally able to see that precious face, and she is overcome with all of this emotion—you know, happiness, love, excitement, and and joy—and she begins to hum that first little lullaby. And it's and it's a song to soothe and to comfort and to make it peace, to make that child feel safe and relaxed in her arms. Now, can you imagine the Lord as He sings over us in that manner? It's exactly how the scripture described it. He is quieting you with his love, and that love is sung over you out of sheer joy that you are his child. Now, maybe you're not the type of person that's into music. Maybe you don't like to sing, or maybe you can just go ahead and say, hey, I I don't sing well, and I get that. But there is more to singing over your children than just the sound of your voice, When the Lord sings over us, He is directing His attention, His love, His blessing, and His joy towards us. All right, for example, I'll use my darling husband who used to do something so sweet for years after we were married. Um, When he worked the second shift, he would would call me each night about 10 o'clock on his way home, and as soon as I picked up the phone, he would start singing. Now, he has this very gentle, handsome voice, but never, and I mean not once, did he ever sing the right words to any song. I don't care what it was. Uh, I'll always love you, or Mama, he's crazy. He always sang the wrong words, and I would just sit and laugh and laugh, and he would always end up telling me how much he loved me, and I knew it. I would be sitting there with this huge smile on my face, and my heart would just be so happy. Now, that... That is the way that we should sing over our children, with the intent to show love, whether it's singing praises or praying or simply rejoicing over them. It's less about the voice or the song, and it's more about the intent of the heart. And and friend, the intent of the Lord's heart is for us to know and feel that He loves us and that He is overflowing with joy at the fact that we are His. And that is his desire to draw us closer to him. As parents, that should be our goal concerning our children, that our song reaches them in such a way that it leaves them in awe of our love for them. You know, when my daughter was in middle school, she had uh, the opportunity to join the school choir. Now, she loved to sing, and she was very good even even before she received any instruction. But she had this amazing choral instructor, and she began learning just so much. Before long, she was reading music. She was able to sing perfect harmony with practically anybody. And then the day came that I got to go and see firsthand just how much she had learned. Now, I remember watching her walk into the stage in this long black dress. She took her place on the back row. The spotlights were shining down. The piano began to play, and the most beautiful voices started to sing in Latin. Now, she certainly had not learned Latin at home. At the most, she had learned some, you know, southern country slang, but not Latin. But there she was keeping perfect time singing harmony and making a melody that just melted my heart. And she was able to do that because she had an amazing teacher. I tell you, the things that a person can do when they are taught by somebody who is knowledgeable and dedicated to what they love... This right here, this is how the Lord sings to us. It's different than singing over us. Singing over us is God expressing His love for us. In singing to us, He is giving us instruction and example. And it's all for a reason. You see, the Lord delights in our praises to Him. And in order to receive that praise, we first have to learn how to praise through singing ourselves. And then in turn, we're to teach our children. It doesn't matter if you sing well or not. What matters is that your children see that you are praising the Lord with a joyful and sincere heart. Now, Most of the time when I get up in the morning, I I go into my son's room. I wake him up in this special little way. And mostly because I've learned over the years that the happier you are and the more gentle you wake up a child, the better attitude that they're going to have throughout the day. So I go into his room and I start to sing. Oh, I know a boy whose name is Simon and he's as handsome as can be. Oh, I know a boy whose name is Simon, and he loves me. And do you know, before I can even get the words out, he's like singing with me. And more times than not, he will have a smile on his face. And uh, singing with him creates this happiness that we share. It's it's the closest that the two of us have. And it's something special. When you sing praises to God with your child, you become connected in the most precious way. In the Bible, in Mark chapter 14, the Lord is sitting around the table for the Passover meal with His disciples, and He knows that an agonizing death is is waiting for Him, but yet He still focuses on those that He loves. He's about to go to the Mount of Olives to pray, but first, Scripture tells us that He sings a hymn with His disciples. He worships and He praises with them. What a statement. I mean, what an example that no matter what, you can praise God, even in the midst of trouble, even in the midst of hurt and pain, even in the middle of uncertainty, you can sing. When we sing, when we praise the Lord in front of our children, we are paving the way for them to be bold and willing to praise God themselves. God's Word tells us to let the word of God dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in our hearts to God. It's a wonderful feeling to know that the Lord sings over us, that He sings to us, and that He even sings with us. And what a great opportunity we have to take the knowledge and the example that He's shown us and pass that along to our children. So make it a point to sing blessings over your children. Instruct them and lead them by example that they may grow into strong Christians who will then themselves praise and worship the Lord. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share the link with somebody you know. And join me again for Suddenly a Sarah. Thank you.